Hey guys, welcome back to another show on Magic Mike. Now today we have a guest calling in from Virginia. He is none other than Tom Antion. Tom, welcome to the show. KB, I am thrilled to be on your show, buddy. Tom, tell us more about your show. My show is called Screw the Commute based on the fact that I have never had a job. So uh, when you when you don't have a job and you're not in traffic making somebody else rich every day, uh, you can live a couple different lives. So so my uh, uh, I do three episodes a week. One for sure is a training episode with just me. And then two of them uh, are usually interviews. And uh, if I don't have a good guest for that day, I just do another training episode because I've been selling on the commercial Internet since it began in 1994. And mm-hmm. so I have lots and lots and lots of <laughs> training of, uh, information available. So, you know, you mentioned that you started all this training um, um, Internet uh, in 1994. I saw, you know, before I came on this book, I saw your sort of your CV, quote unquote CV and... <laughs> Wow, what a colorful, <laughs> what a colorful <laughs> half you have, actually. Could you tell us more about that and some interesting stories around that? Oh, well, I I, uh, I had a nightclub for six years where I was in uh, fights with bikers. And this was mm-hmm. in West Virginia, which isn't the fanciest p- part of the United States. <laughs> so, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I had over 100 violent encounters with bikers trying to kill me and and gunfights and knife fights. And then when I got out of that business alive, I started a, uh, I said, you know, the next business I'm going to be in is going to be fun for me and fun for everybody else. So I started a business called prank masters where we custom yeah. designed practical jokes for people Did over 4,000 of those in and around Washington, DC. And that, uh, kind of got me into the speaking business. So in the mm-hmm. early nineties, I was going all over the world speaking. I loved when I uh, was in Singapore, I just loved it. It was so beautiful and clean. I mean, and they picked yeah. me up this, I, I came to the airport and there's a, a lady standing there to walk me into the airport. I'm saying, this is the life, man. <laughs> so, uh, uh, that was uh, great. And then, um, and then when the commercial internet came around around 1994, I thought, you know, and of course, a lot of us speakers were selling cassette tapes at the time. Mm-hmm. Some of your listeners probably never even seen one, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was hard. It was hard enough to sell things across the street, let alone around the world from your desktop. Yeah. So I thought, you know, I'm going to figure this out. So uh, in 1994, I started uh, studying internet and, uh, the first two years, I didn't make any money at all. I was still speaking mm-hmm. on online, but then I got good training. And then uh, a couple of years later, I hit multimillionaire status, and that was around the year 2000. And so I've been living mm-hmm. that ever since. And people say, when are you going to retire? You know, I, I could have quit years ago, but I said, retire from what? I, I sit home, make money, <laughs> play with my dogs, and, you know, play tennis. And, you know, what am I supposed to retire for? People that retire you just die pretty soon, you know, so I don't want to yeah. do that. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I mean, you can't say that you're retired because you, you mentioned this in your podcast. You mentioned this. You, you don't have a job. You're, you're, oh. you, you're not employed. That's, that's, that's the fun thing, you know, like you do what you want. I'm not that's, employable even. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <I> mean, yeah. <laughs> who would have me at this point? <laughs> okay, so, Tom, let's talk about the gear you have for Screw the Commute. Okay. What kind of setup did you uh, do you have right now? 
Okay. And what kind of setup did you have when you started this podcast? I mean, 570 episodes in. Yeah. I'm sure you would have come a couple of learning points. Well, uh, <laughs> first of all, uh, I decided when I first started the, the, the podcast that I was going to get a Windows 10 laptop dedicated okay. to the podcast and then learn Windows 10. Okay. Oh my God, that was <laughs> that was nothing. But I I I I took the the laptop and I, I went in and bought a an iMac, a used iMac. Uh, mm-hmm. It was like nine years old, and it's done all 570 episodes without a glitch. The Windows 10 laptop. I said, you know, if I was going to shoot a laptop, should I use a pistol or a shotgun? <laughs> because. <laughs> The guy would set it up for me and then uh, turn it off, come in the next day, all the settings are gone again. I mean, just, yeah. just PCs have so many different crazy ways to control your audio. So I got the used iMac and it's been going for 572 episodes now without mm-hmm. a glitch. Now I use Adobe Audition um, to uh, to edit with. I've edited personally all 572 mm-hmm. episodes. I have a Yamaha MG12XU mixer, which I don't touch because I wouldn't know what to do if the <laughs> knobs got changed. <laughs> so I'm going to get you to help me with that. I took a picture of it in case somebody bumps it. So <laughs> <don't mess> <laughs> it. <laughs> and then I have a uh, DBX266XS uh, compressor limiter noise gate uh, mm-hmm, hardware. Mm-hmm. I have a Focusrite uh, interface. And then I have a, a backup, a Zoom H5. This is not the Zoom, you know, like the online thing. This is a Zoom H5 recorder, recorder yeah. yeah, as a backup uh, when I'm uh, recording. And mm-hmm. um, then I have a portable. I built a, a little sound booth that I don't you do the podcast in, but I use that for audiobooks. So. Yeah, but uh, the other stuff is uh, right here in my living room, and uh, and I have a boom, and I have a cloud lifter. I have a Shure SMB that's mm-hmm. where the signal was pretty low on it. It's a great microphone, but uh, the only way I knew at the time was to jack it up was to buy a cloud lifter device that's in line, and uh, it seems to, to work okay. But like before we got on, you said, well, the MG12XU could do it. Well. I don't know. Yeah. So, so they got another hundred bucks out of me for the cloud lifter. <laughs> and when you started off, did you start off with all? Did you start off with the same microphone, same setup? No. Um, I, you know, I had I've been uh, doing audio for years and years and years and years, but I really mm-hmm. didn't understand the difference between condenser and dynamic microphones. And right. so the first three hundred episodes, man, I. I was on a, I had this nice uh, condenser microphone and Mm -hmm. the first 300 episodes, I'm like killing myself to take out breaths between sentences because it's too sensitive. I didn't really understand that, you know, you need really good quality sound control in your environment. And Mm -hmm. so when I finally learned that after 300 episodes, I got this sure SMB it's dynamic and now my editing time is cut way, way down. And in the meantime, I started practicing inaudible breaths, which, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if you're going to do a lot of podcasts, you want to 
make it easy on the other person to edit it and whatever they're going to do. And you don't want to be <laughs> in between, <laughs> in between sentences all the time and lip smacks. That's another yeah. thing that the guests do all the time. So you should uh, practice your trade and you can learn to talk without the breath being heard. And so if you do have a condenser mic, you're, you'll be okay. But uh, it's just way too sensitive for most the environments that people are doing out of their homes and stuff. And these are mic techniques to actually improve your your speech. Uh, people don't realize that actually how important mic techniques are because mm-hmm. they think like, oh, it's a shitty mic. Oh, I can I can get away with a polycom. Or there there is there is something called mic technique which is very important for all podcasters to learn. Well, they show like, up with these uh, uh, earbud Apple, you know, yeah. microphone rubbing against their shoulder the whole episode. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So I, I pretty much uh, give people a kind of a strict pre um, note on what they should and shouldn't do if they want to be on the podcast because we keep a really high quality level because we got to compete yeah. at the highest levels and and um, you know they can now I do record on separate tracks so mm. that I can fool with theirs differently than mine and um, you know that helps you know if you record on the same track. God help you because it's, what, <laughs> what do you record on? Like what software do you use to record? Like right now we're using Squadcast. It's, that's one of the recording tools. There's like Zoom, Riverside.fm, you know, many more like that. What kind of software do you use to record? Well, I use uh, Adobe Audition and then right. uh, the backup is the H5 um, Zoom recorder. Right. But I, uh, I, I use Adobe Audition to edit and record into it. And, uh, so you, and I just see people through Zoom. I don't know how they hooked it up, but they made, uh, you know, I re- demanded that it be on separate tracks. So right. somehow through Zoom, they hooked it up to so I can record on separate tracks. You can record on separate tracks on Zoom as well. Yeah, except, uh, again, I had somebody else hook it all up for me. And <laughs> I, I could, if, if, it, if something happened right now, I wouldn't know how to really hook it yeah, back yeah, up. Yeah. So, so uh, I'm using it. Uh, and, but I'm, I'm pretty good with Adobe Audition nowadays, you know, after mm. 500 and some episodes. And of course, I use it for my own products and books mm. and stuff like that too. But uh, but Adobe Audition, I just I I really like it. I I remember I started off with Audacity. That's the free. Yeah, everybody tool. does. Yeah, yeah. I started off with that, and then I started using an um, Adobe Audition, and that was like, what was I missing out? I know. <laughs> I'm a, oh my god. It's Is like that what you use now? Best. Yeah, that's what I use now. Oh, beautiful. I do, I do jump between Descript and Adobe Audition. Descript is where you actually can edit it from a transcript. So it does oh, okay. Auto-tron. I, yeah, 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 I'm not familiar with that. So I found it a bit easier for certain shows, but Audition still gives you that full mobile range in that sense. Oh boy, there's so many tools and, you know, uh, there's more things that I'll ever figure out, but the, uh, you know, all the effects rack and all that stuff, and you can uh, pre-program stuff into it so you don't have to do it by hand every time for your own voice. And yeah, it's got so many things in the plugins you can get. uh, I tried a de-breath plugin one time from Waves, but I could never figure it out. And the breaths (laughs) were different all the time, so couldn't. Couldn't really do it, so I just uh, changed microphones, and that knocked out the breath problem. Yeah. Um. So you know, moving on from gear, Tom, you said 
you know you you were quite specialized in um in the advertising side of things in for podcasting you know could you give us tell us more on that you know how does advertising work in the podcasting space or well, what experience well my uh not so humble opinion is that mm. Uh, new podcasters or even you know ex- experienced podcasters kill themselves to try to get sponsors mm-hmm. and and uh, in the United States at least the uh, the sponsors pay between $12 US and $18 US per thousand downloads per episode mm-hmm. it's hard to get a thousand dollars per episode you could yeah. be tripping over your beard before you ever <laughs> got a thousand downloads per episode so what i teach my students is to be your own sponsor i mean with if you're smart enough and you have a topic that's good enough to put a podcast together you can put ebooks together you can put online courses together and sell them and be profitable from your first episode so i think people are crazy to just try to chase sponsors all the time Uh, mm-hmm. You know, when you when you get big enough, sponsors will find you. Put yeah. it that way, <laughs> yeah. and then you can tell them to get lost because uh, you make more money with your own stuff. Yeah, See, I have products anywhere from seventeen dollars to fifty eight thousand dollars US, mm-hmm. and so one sale can you know can carry thirty forty episodes. You know, if I only made one sale in that many episodes, I'd still be profitable. So that's I think the biggest mistake is people chasing sponsors. And and from your experience, you know, when did you hit the mark? You know, when did you sort of crack that model in your podcast? Like after well, that that was from day one, because mm-hmm. uh, you know I'm kind of a marketing guy, and mm-hmm. uh, I tell you what, in the early days of podcasting, I kind of poo pooed it because everybody mm-hmm. was egocentric and they didn't, nobody was making any money. They just wanted to hear themselves talk, mm-hmm. but. Uh, when I started is when I noticed that new cars, new automobiles can play podcasts from the dashboard. So that's another hundred million uh, potential listeners that are in the car stuck (laughs) in the commute. Uh, And then also besides that were the in-home devices like Amazon's Echo and Google Assistant. There's a billion mm-hmm. of those out there. And so people can say, hey, play Screw the Commute podcast. And it starts playing right in their in their room. So mm-hmm. that's when I said, uh, you know, this is the time for me to uh, to get serious at it. And uh, I jumped totally in. I had 50 episodes in the can before I went live uh, because one of the techniques that I used is I went uh, to promote the podcast was I went on a podcast tour of doing other people's podcasts to promote my podcast. So right. I didn't want to have to worry about recording any episodes for several months. And that's how I kicked mine off with a, a podcast tour. So you're actually appearing on other podcasts to actually promote Screw the Commute while actually releasing it um, in the background. Exactly. Because yeah. So I was doing interviews all over the world and, uh, And um, that's what kicked off my podcast. And I, and I have a big email list too. I have a hundred thousand email subscribers. So that helped uh, also, but I wanted people that never heard. That was easy because they had already heard of me, but 
when you're on other people's podcasts, then uh, those people are new people that get exposed to you. So, um, yeah. so that's uh, how I kicked it off. And um, there's there's a technique. And now, for your podcast hosts, uh, if if we have time here, I'd love to tell them about how I got uh, my podcast got me invited to the White House and how they can uh, the White House in the in the U.S. and how they can use this technique anywhere in the world. Do I hear about it? Yeah, please share. Okay. Please do. Okay. So I used to teach my students to to go to Facebook and find groups that uh, have members in the group that would be in their target audience for their business. Mm -hmm. And and so I told them, yeah, you got to join the group and you have you can't promote yourself too much and you make comments and you hope somebody comes over and sees what you're doing. Nah, not anymore. I go right to the top now. Mm -hmm. So instead of doing that, I offer to, I go right to the admin of the group and I invite them to be on my podcast. Okay. Well, guess where they're going to put it after I make them look great in the podcast. They're going to put it in the group right at the it's top. Tough. So everybody sees it. Right. Yeah. And, and so my, I have a school and uh, it's a internet and digital marketing school. And, um, and I, we, we give scholarships or we have a scholarship program for military spouses. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to get in front of a lot of military people. So I interviewed the admin of a Facebook group that had 15,000 military people in it. And, okay. he, and we hit it off great. He put it in the top of his admin or uh, uh, as like his group. Message. Yeah. What, what's that? It's a pinned message, I suppose. Yeah, like yeah. He put it at the yeah, top yeah. there for a while. Yeah. And then he invited me to do some training sessions for them. And mm. then somebody in the group saw me and they had connections at the White House and got me invited to the White House to talk about military spouse employment to the in the uh to the office of the second lady. And mm. then I got it. Uh, a speaking engagement to a big military group. And that all happened within one month of me uh, interviewing the admin of the group. So that's the way you can go right to the top and be in front of lots of uh, people in your target market. This is actually useful tips for, you know, a podcaster who's trying to crack that model. Uh, you know, how do I gain audience? Uh, that's one, that's one very good tip I should say, because the problem with, podcasters nowadays is it's too many podcasts but how do i grow my audience that's that's the issue right now there, there are too many podcasts in my opinion yeah there's so millions like, of them yeah yeah, yeah there's, there's millions of them there's even more episodes uh well, so how, how do you stand out from that i think this is a very this is an excellent point this is a very good point actually to get that traction well, there's a couple things. One is consistency and persistency because a lot of those podcasts, I think the average is seven episodes and they quit. Yeah, <laughs> so, pot feed. Yeah, yeah, pot. Yeah, pot fade. So uh, one of the one another one of the techniques I use is when you do have a podcast, you will start getting podcast booking agencies trying to book their guests on your show. Mm-hmm. Well, here's what I do. I taught this to a lot of high-level podcasters, and they loved it. So I have a uh, an email that goes back to the podcast agency. It says, well, 
I'm currently only booking reciprocal interviews. So if your guest has a podcast, we and it makes sense for both of us, we'll trade interviews. Yeah. And <laughs> and I so I get the podcast agency working for me for free pretty much <laughs> and and mm-hmm. that's uh, almost exclusively and then the other option is is you can contribute to my charity that I have going on. And so uh, either uh, way I win. <laughs> so uh, but that, that's uh, one way that you can, you know, just get tons of interviews and get a lot of great guests. So at the same mm-hmm. time and not spend any money at all. on it. That's, that's, that's quite, a, I mean, it goes back to that point where doing interviews on both sides. Exactly. You're, you're, you're tapping on their audience as well. You're tapping on the fact that they would have a following. They would have that. Uh, like right now you're on Magic Mike and I'm, I know I'm going to come on your show through the commute. So, right, exactly. You know, you would be tapping on that Magic Mike followers and, you know, giving them that peek what is through the commute and actually going there, making, and most of my followers are actually podcasters, right? So listening to this advertising tip, they're probably going to go to screw the commute and actually listen out how they can actually make more from their podcasts. So that's a very interesting concept. Uh, that's a very interesting uh, strategy, I should say. Well, yeah, it's it's worked beautifully for me, and nobody ever complains about it. Uh, but uh, you know, the agencies basically are working for me, and sometimes the guest that they're pitching doesn't mm-hmm. have a podcast. So mm-hmm. I say, well, that's okay. Some of your other guests do, <laughs> so mm-hmm. get me on one of their podcasts, and then they can be on my podcast. So. So uh, it's it's a beautiful way to, with no investment, get some of the some of these uh, agencies charge a lot of money, and mm-hmm. so you get them working for you for free. You know, now you're a smart podcaster. <laughs> Tom, this has been a wonderful, you know, twenty minute conversation. You know, getting that uh, knowledge on the advertising side of things. I know you mentioned that you have a gift before we started the recording. You said yes. you had a giveaway. You want to share that? Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I've, I, uh, have a small, uh, group of people that work with me, but when I first started my business, I was by myself. And so I learned a lot of automation techniques that mm-hmm. are low cost or free. And, uh, in, in fact, just one of the tips of the, the thing that I'm going to give your folks uh, we estimated it a couple years ago. Just one of the tips has saved me seven and a half million keystrokes. So this is how you, I don't want people fighting with their computer all the time. I want them doing their right. podcast and taking care of customers and prospects and everything. So, so this uh, book is called how to automate your business and you mm. can get it at screw the slash automate free screw the slash automate free. You can download it right there. It's about 60, 70 pages, and it's uh, all the kinds of things that you can work so much faster, save so much time. And uh, like I said, don't, don't fight with your computer. Take care of customers, and that's how you'll build your business. Wonderful. Now, I ask this to all Magic Mike guests before they drop off. What did you have for breakfast this morning? I had uh, all brand cereal with some um, extra fiber thrown in because I'm old and you got to have fiber when you're really old. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful, and, Tom. This has been almond amazing. milk. Almond milk. No almond regular milk. milk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
this has been a wonderful 20 minutes uh, it's, it's it's just like you know i i wish we could do more in that sense you know, it was very insightful it was very interesting but then time with the time we have is running out but uh tom thank you for coming on magic mike i hope the listeners have a good insight view as to what they can do with their podcast and how they can grow their podcast moving forward my pleasure yeah i'm glad to help them they can just reach out uh, the my in- info is in that book that they'll download and uh, i'm always happy to help <laughs>